Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. Good morning, you guys. Good morning, indeed. We're picking back up a new morning mercies, and Tori's just going to take it from here. Yes, y'all. Let's do it. It says this. There's not a day without sin rearing its ugly head, and not a day in which God's abundant mercies are not new. They really are the two foundation stones of a God-honoring life. They must be held together. Neither side can be forsaken. Every day, you and I give empirical evidence to the existence of both. Here are these foundation stone realities. You still have sin living inside you, and God is abundant in mercy. You and I must stand on both these stones. Letting go of either casts us into danger. Because I am a sinner, I need mercy. And because God is merciful, I can face the reality of my sin. The words in Nehemiah 9 describe us all. They did not obey your commandments, but sinned against your rules. Mm. Maybe it's a thoughtless word, a selfish act, a prideful thought, a moment of envy, a flash of lust, a willing act of disobedience, an attitude of vengeance, or a minor moment of thievery. Maybe it's wanting your glory more than God's. Failing to give grace where grace is needed, bending the truth, giving in to an addiction, or working to make these kinds of things into your life look not as bad as they actually are. In some way, we all give daily proof to the truth that sin still lives inside us. None of us is yet sin-free. We all continue to fail in word, thought, desire, and action. It is humbling but important to admit Because it's only when you admit how deep and comprehensive your problem is that you get excited about the rescue that only God's mercy can supply. We aren't just left in our sins. Nehemiah 9 continues, Nevertheless, in your great mercies, you did not make an end of them or forsake them. For you are such a gracious and merciful God. You can be courageous in admitting your sin precisely because God is richly abundant in his mercy. He comes to you in mercy not because you are good, but because you are a sinner. And he knows that because of this condition, you are unable to help yourself. Since sin means that you are a bigger danger to you than anything else in your life, and since it is impossible for you to run from you, There is only one hope for you. It is that someone with power, wisdom, and mercy will invade your life, forgive your sins, and progressively deliver you from the hold that sin has had on you. That mercy comes to you in a person, the Lord Jesus Christ, and his mercy is always fresh, uniquely fashioned for the sin struggles of this new day. Yeah, um I think I want to talk a little bit about intimacy on this one, not like the intimacy that people typically think of, but just you guys have heard me say it a thousand times. Intimacy is into me, you see. So it's that there's depth there. It's the removing of fig leaves, of metaphorical fig leaves, of I'm, I'm blessed and highly favored. You know, I'm, you know, all this stuff that we can play Christian, but how are you really doing? And for honestly, a lot of you, you may be doing pretty great. 
you know, but if for those of you who aren't, or maybe if you are doing great, you know, someone who's maybe, maybe not doing as well right now, Tori and I have just been in a place the past handful of days where we were really able to support some friends who were in need and they were so thankful. And we kept telling them like, stop thanking us, you know, like not in a mean way, but like, Hey, like we're we're happy to do this. And they kept apologizing. Like, Oh, I'm sorry that that," I'm like, we're like, Hey, stop apologizing. We're happy to do this. Mm -hmm. But it just kind of points to how, and maybe I'm just projecting our own experiences of what we've seen here in the West, but people we've become so comfort seeking Mm -hmm where we're afraid to be a burden to somebody. Yeah. We're afraid to inconvenience somebody, but that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Like it's easy to love people whenever they're really cool and they're really successful and all this stuff and they're fun and all this easy when it's easy, but it's more difficult to love whenever it's inconvenient and it's not comfortable. And I just remember saying like, no, this is what it's supposed to be like. This is what God intended for the body of Christ to come together and support and love each other. When scripture says, and they will know that you're my disciples by your love for one another, he meant it. And so I just think that it's, I think that maybe we're missing out on some intimacy of getting real with other people about where we're at or asking them, hey, where are you at? But more importantly, getting real with God about where we're at and talking to him. And I just think there's such a depth there. In one of my seminary classes, there's this professor said this thing where he basically said, the Christian church should feel less like a country club of people celebrating their wins, but it should feel like an AA meeting where people are confessing their sins. And so there needs to be this um, openness and of course would save people to, to say, Hey, like, this is where I'm at. This is what I'm struggling with big and small. And I want to look more like Jesus. And, and also to going to God and say, God, thank you for loving me in my messiness. Yeah. Thank you that I am in so need of your mercy and you shower me with mercy every single morning. Yeah. And it changes you versus us pretending that we're doing well and we think that we can kind of fake it till we make it. Yeah. But the truth is, is we need to faith it till we make it. We need to put our faith in him no matter what circumstance mm-hmm. we're in. And I think that's, the game changer. It's not us just pretending that everything's fine and that we don't have sin in us because then we're fooling ourselves. We do have sin in us, but our gracious God knows that. And he came and died for us to make us to reconcile us with him so that we can walk with the Holy spirit and have that deep level intimacy, um, that changes us. Yeah. It's so good. I really honestly don't have that much to add, but I love this reminder that both things are foundational. Yes. yes. We have to recognize that we have sin every single day. Cause I think that so often we're just not aware of it, whether it's in our thoughts or whether it's in a small action or whether it doesn't really matter any of these things that he listed out and a plethora more, right? Like there are things that point out the empirical evidence that we still have this sin living inside of us And yet we serve this God that is full and abundant of mercy. And so when we recognize our sinfulness, it makes us more grateful for his mercy because we don't recognize the sinfulness that we're not as thankful for the mercy because we don't think we need it. But we need that recognition of like, wow, okay, I know how sinful left at my own devices I am. And because of 
that knowledge, because of that recognition, it, it brings me to yes. my knees and thankfulness that his mercies are new every single morning and they are tailor made to the thing that I am currently struggling with. That's how good he is. And he will meet you there. He will pull. And I love that, that quote where it's like, God loves you so much that he will meet you where you at, but he also loves you so much that he doesn't want to just keep you there. Like yeah. he wants to move you forward, move you through this, grow, like help you mm-hmm. grow. And so anyways, I just think it's a really important thing that we remember every single day that both of these things are foundational. And when we experience that grace and when we're walking in thankfulness, it's so much easier to operate in his love Mm. and love people better and show them that same mercy and grace that we experience on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. I think... I think that's a huge thing that we'll probably talk about on another devotional or maybe even our main channel. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just the difference. And I don't, I mean, I don't know why I'm getting emotional. I think maybe I'm just getting hit with it myself. Cause I realize that I've been walking around so entitled and I've carried so many expectations into experiences and I'm not carrying like my thankfulness into experiences or situations. And you know, we shared this in a YouTube video, but we, we, the transition here wasn't the smoothest and not, I mean, we're so thankful, but it it was rough in some areas. And it was just one of those things where I found myself getting so negative. And even like today, I've even felt myself being super negative and I'm tired of being negative and I'm justifying my negativity because things have been either annoying, right? Or they've been difficult or whatever that may be. And I'm justifying my mindset because of a situation but I don't, I'm not subject to my circumstances. And I, I just think it's an incredibly powerful difference maker to do exactly what Tori said. Whenever we're walking in thankfulness, we're going to carry that light around with us. It's like that song, I'm going to let it shine. Mm -hmm. And I want God's light to shine within me out to people. Mm -hmm. And I've been covering that light with a, with a basket because I've been so irritable and ungrateful for what God has done for me because I'm too worried about my immediate circumstances not being met. You know, I'm, I'm totally neglecting the fact that he has paid for my eternity, you know, and yet I'm letting a 20 minute moment ruin my day versus versus walking in thankfulness of eternity and letting that bring God's light to that that difficult moment. And so, yeah, I feel like I, I kind of maybe went off a little bit of the devotional, but I just, I just feel again, that, that desire for a posture shift of wanting to walk in gratefulness, wanting to walk in thankfulness, not wanting to walk around either bitter or with unmet expectations or resentfulness or, um, entitlement where it's just not, it's, it's not a good look. And, if you're struggling with that too, you're not alone. And so I think let's all do our best to remember what he's done for us and remember how thankful we are that he paid for our sins that we were deserving of and we're deserving of, of the the penalty of those. And that thankfulness should carry us so well throughout the days. So good. Want to pray something out? I do. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we thank you for your grace. 
We thank you for your mercies that are new every single morning. Father, I pray that as we remember this fact that is not a beautiful fact, it's not easy to think about how sinful we are, how broken we are without you, God, but at the same time, would it just bring us to our knees Mm -hmm. and thankfulness for you thankfulness that in any moment of any day you can help us have a fresh start you can wipe our slate clean father you say our sin is as red as crimson but your blood washes us white as snow so father we thank you for the clean slate that your grace gives us over and over and over again You are so abundant in mercy. And so, Lord, I pray that we would be abundant in thankfulness to you, that we would walk around with that gratitude, Father, that we would bring that gratefulness, that thankfulness into every situation and location that we go. Father, that you would help us be your hands and feet and your light that shines in the darkness. Lord, we love you. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen, God. Amen, God. What was that? Um, was there like a, a quote that we saw or a video that we saw where it talked about how like we as believers we're not like we don't need to need, need to do the new year new me type deal because mm-hmm. his mercies are new every morning. Yeah. If you're someone who the year hasn't started the way you want it to, or maybe you're just unhappy with where you are, Tori's prayer really impacted me, and I hope it did you too. I just want to encourage you. Do you have a fresh start right now? to confess to God, to get to get real with God, to find deep intimacy with him and to be able to walk in gratefulness for the sin that he's paid for. And like right now is a great opportunity for you to just just concentrate on him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just I just think that we don't need some big, you know, January 1st moments. Like right now is a great time to just yeah. get real with God. Anyways, also now is a good time to break out the worship music (laughs) and break out the journal and continue pressing into the Lord. Yes, and y'all don't forget that you are God's masterpiece. And don't forget that we love you. We love you guys. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Au revoir.